Welcome to the Four Corners Podcast with Lenny Marcus. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Neil, back from the bunker and vaccinated Potter. You gotta put some gravy on that. Four topics, 15 minutes each. We're just killing time. Kill it with us. Our Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is the number 4C podcast. Subscribe on iTunes. Listen to us on the Laugh Button Network, thelaughbutton.com. Today's guest is a comedian originally from Cleveland, Ohio, but now claims to reside in Fairlawn, New Jersey. To date, Eric, his credits include Comics Unleashed with Byron Allen, Gotham Comedy Live in New York City. You can also hear a spot on its celebrity impressions on TV and radio nationwide. Neil, this guy is so hilariously sarcastic that this pandemic probably has improved his outlook on life. <laughs> it's Eric crowd applause. Hey, I don't want to nitpick, but you left something out of my intro. I've opened, uh, I've worked clubs and colleges. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the, way, the, fir- the first time I did an open mic was uh, 1996 in Philadelphia. And I was with this girl I was dating. And literally the first time I was stepping on stage, they said, this guy, you've seen him all over clubs and colleges. And this girl I was dating goes, really? I go, I don't know. I <laughs> Gloves and colleges. That's what. It, that's always the intro. I'm like, really? Yeah. You've heard this guy? Like, my oh, wife wow. always. No matter where we are, you've heard of this guy. Like, the, the credits always sound great. <laughs> I'm like, no, never heard of this guy. Um, I've been trying to get Neil. I've been trying to get Eric on this show for like four years already. Like, and, that's what it takes. It but takes I've been like trying a, to get him to come in. Process. I know, but he tries. Wait, this to, isn't. This what? isn't the first show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not the pilot. It's the first oh. meaningful show we've ever done. But you're somewhere. <laughs> you went from like no kids in New York City to three kids out in Farallon. Um, yeah. But nobody makes me hard, laugh harder than you. I think it's the sarcasm plus the unbelievable ability to shoot yourself in the foot. The stupidity. That, the stupidity, <laughs> yeah. It's really funny. But let's go through it. You were you were born in Cleveland, but then I ask you what town. You're like, nah, I don't even. You gloss over and you go, no, you go right to New Jersey. Well, yeah, I was, I was born in Cleveland, and uh, we, we moved around a little bit. I actually lived in uh, Monterey, California for like three years. But by, by the time I was in second grade, we were in Ewing, New Jersey, and that's where I grew up. It's right outside of Trenton. And uh, uh, it's funny. I remember you actually kind of challenged me on my, my material one time. You said, you don't, I don't know anything about you, like autobiographic, which I just kind of left it out. And uh, so I started, I tried to write an uh, autobiographical material. And the one I came up with was being born in Cleveland, raised in Trenton. And the, the joke, the joke was that maybe if I'm lucky, I'll die in Tulsa. And I got yelled at on a, on a Cleveland uh, morning TV show promoting uh, an appearance at the uh, with the improv. The guys like, hey, you don't make fun of Cleveland. I go, I'm sorry, I'm a comedian. I don't know if you guys knew who brought me in here. <laughs> Let me ask you something. Um, did you before you did comedy? You said you you were just telling us before you went to community college and your yeah. your I got accepted. I got accepted. <laughs> <laughs> it was a tough school, tough school to get into that two year program. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was Mercer. It's Mercer County community college. And, uh, I used to do, uh, yeah, I, I took theater. Actually, you know, I did, I took theater 
And it's a true story, and nobody believed it. But I actually the first the first assignment as a theater major was to just go to the play that was they were putting on at the college and just write a review like a critic. And it was "Kiss Me, Kate," and I left it intermission because I thought it was over. <laughs> <laughs> I, and now, now, Lenny, you know me. Oh, what does he know kiss? That's a, does he kiss her at the intermission, and that's it? Well, I guess that's it. Kiss yeah, me, Kate. You'd fit in our family. You, you, you might be a Potter when it's all done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is classic Leiden, uh, well, Neil. The, the funny thing is, I literally left an intermission, and because like you know, the, they, they close with the first act of the big, you know, kiss him, Kate. You know, oh, kiss him. Boom, <laughs> curtains came down. I'm like, wow, that I said that was a lot easier than I thought. I Man, I thought these things were, you know, just a lot longer than this. So I go out in the parking lot. There's nobody else getting in their car. I drive off. I go and like, and then it was, and then the, two days later, we're in acting 101, whatever it was. Everybody <laughs> in the class is talking about this, and I'm lost. And I finally raised my hand. And go, I said, I, I'm sorry, I don't. I don't remember a taxi cab coming up. <laughs> <laughs> and it took the teacher. The teacher's looking at me with, you know, with the WTF face going, yep. Eric, she finally goes, did you stay for act two? <laughs> <laughs> and everybody in the class just, all, every head turned my direction. And I'm like, uh, oh. my God. That is hilarious. That's, that's, still the most, that's still the most disappointed I've ever seen my dad. We took him to Curious Incident. Uh, curious, curious night, yeah, in London on the West. In End. London, in, in London, London on the West End. Curious, wow. what and, is it? The curious we, dog in yeah, the night. And curious, it, curious, yeah, and it was definitely a it's sort of different play. But and we just wolfed down tons of food right before. Oh no! And I turned around at the intermission, and he was standing up putting his coat on. He was so excited it was over. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Dad, we still got another act. And he's like, he's like so upset. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I don't understand that. It's like a he murder. It. It's like a mystery of who killed the dog, right? He, and he was so miserable in this play. Wait a, second, wait a second. Let me just review. It's a it's a play about a dog missing. No, it's like and a then slow at the end, kid. but then they find the slow kid. But they find they have to solve the mystery. Yeah, Your dad's like, "Fuck it, I don't want to know about the dog." No, no, yeah, <laughs> lots of bells and whistles, <laughs> lots of like light displays. Yeah, yeah. it was just too much for him. <laughs> And he was so excited to leave. I've never seen a more disappointed man. I think the lights and that the lights and the they were keeping him awake. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. Were those guys on stage stop talking? <laughs> yeah, that's exact. Oh man, that's hilarious. So how do you start comedy? I think if I have a crazy recollection that you sold cars, right? Yeah, yeah. I uh, when I was in college, I was still, I was actually working at Sears right out of high school. Sears. So I was going to oh, wow. college. Yeah, yeah. I was working at Sears, and uh, then uh, basically everybody was getting promoted except me. So I'm like, okay, uh, <laughs> at Sears. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't like, even move up in vacuums. Dude, I, I'm telling you, man. I, all all the guys I was friends with, they were like department managers. Then the one guy was a store manager. Then the guy was a regional. Meanwhile, I'm still in hardware. You know, like <laughs> you know, making like 10 percent on screwdrivers, and I'm like. So I, uh, so I said, I got to make more money. So I, I said, what, what can I do? I have no talents at all. I, I'd already dropped out of the community college thing. So I, Holy I said, well, shit. I, could a salesman. I could be a salesman. So I got a job at selling uh, cars in Princeton, New Jersey. It was a Mazda dealership. And I did that for about four years. And right in the oh, middle wow. of that, I went to, went to the open mic night when I was 26. Oh, oh wow. wow. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. How was selling cars? Was it, was it? Fun or? It's awful. It's, I'm telling, it's I, awful. I, I, I said in my act, I said, it's a good job if you have any self-esteem that you want to get rid of. <laughs> <laughs> well, people love to blow you off, right? 
Uh, oh, you, you walk up to somebody, you just, you know, just be polite. Hey, you know, how you doing or whatever. And I was never slick like that. Or one guy just looked at me and goes, uh, uh, we'll call you when we need you. I'm like, <laughs> all right. Keep talking. I said, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to get over, get a yoga mat, get some oil so I can fuck myself. <laughs> oh, man. So, you, wait, wait, so where did you start at the Princeton Catch? Uh, no, I uh, comedy cabaret in Philadelphia. Oh, in Philly, I know that room. Yeah. I did that. That was my first row gig ever at the comedy cabaret. I opened for Peaches Rodriguez. Oh my and, god! And uh, and Peter Bales. Really? Yeah, and then what? and then I think about ten years later, Peter Bales opened for me, and oh, I think wow. Peaches was still in the middle. Yeah. Well, what, I, yeah. what drove you I to do stand up? Like, what was the yeah, turning point I, to? I was always just trying to make people laugh. I literally, my goal in high school was to be class clown. I, it was just an identity that yeah. I wanted. Like, I, I, I watched Saturday Night Live. I actually, we, we, got, we were like the last family in the neighborhood to get a VCR. And then I, I broke it because I would record Saturday Night Live and just watch it over and over. And I would just imitate. I would do the impressions of Dana Carvey doing impressions. And I would just do them to the point where... People are like, I said, hey, did you see the SNL? Like, no, we're going to watch it. And I'd still do it anyway. Tell me. I'm going to ruin the show. I'm going to ruin everything. So, so and everybody kept telling me you should be a, be a comedian. I, you, I don't know about you, Lenny, but I feel like, I don't, like nobody's going to pay me to act like this. You know? And uh, so, but I finally, enough people had, had told me. So I said, you know, let me, let me just, sit. I did it. I, what I did was I didn't tell anybody. I didn't want any friends or family there. So I drove around like, it was a Wednesday night. And, and I, um, actually, you know, to be honest, I actually did an open mic night three years before. It's like, it's just a little side story. And the only reason I mentioned is because Jim Norton is in the story. Uh, people were telling me to do comedy so much. And I was like, yeah, whatever. I had like, there were personal problems at home. Like my parents were in the process of moving out on me. Which kind of like that was, gave me a bunch of baggage, which kind of just helped, you know, help motivate the uh, depression. But uh, so I was like 23. I was like three years before I officially started. And, and so many people were telling me to do comedy that one night, at one of my part time jobs at the Gold's Gym on Route One. And Lenny, you'll appreciate this, too, because not only is Norton in it, but it, uh, he, I mean, this guy after work said, hey, come on, we're going out. We're going out. I'm like, all right. So after the gym, we drive. He takes me to New Brunswick to the stress factory for the open oh, wow. mic night. Yep. Yeah, and I go, I go, what are we doing here? He goes, dude, you're going on. I go, what? I'm not going on. Goes, what the fuck are you talking about? He goes, just get up there, man. And so oh, I, did, no. I went up there, and yeah, and I just I just did, I, I, I must have done impressions. I didn't have any material at that point. And anyway, Norton came up to me afterwards. I, I didn't know who he was at the time. I just knew he was hilarious. And he goes, uh, so where are you working, man? I go, oh, I'm at Gold's Gym. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so then like three years later, I finally I got tired of, uh, I hated being a car salesman and I got tired of people telling me I should try comedy. So I gave it a shot. And then, uh, I ended up quitting the car dealership about a year after my first open mic. So, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. And was it uh, a scene like, I'm just going to leave and try this. Or was it like, take your cars just, and shove it. Or did you do something? That well, I hate, I hate when comedians quote their act, but I don't like, I can't, I can't do a joke from my act and not be honest and tell you this. I, something I wrote. I said, yeah. I hated being a car salesman so much. I, I, I hated, I hated my boss, which I just, he was just a nasty, mean guy. And I, I wanted to give him to take this job and shove it speech, but like, I had never been like blessed with self-confidence. So I was afraid <laughs> that someday I'd have to give him the, uh, is there any chance you didn't shove that job yet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you you so, gotta be, you gotta be sure on that one, especially when you're yes. starting comedy. Yeah, um, so what I, I set myself. I, I bought a house two years before that, and then I sold it, and then I got a. I bought a car outright for six grand, and then I uh, I got three roommates, and so you know by the time I turned thirty, I had you know I was living like a college life, and yeah. you know paying. So that's that's how that's how I kind of 
set myself up to at least start. Wow, that's pretty good. And then yeah. you worked your way up from that. Uh, um, we'll get to the cruises in a later segment, but I want to tell Neil, like Eric, also this impression thing is no joke either. We've had a couple of we've had pits on. You do some good ones. Um, right. Will you do Ray Liotta <laughs> for Neil? <laughs> That was all of our money, Karen. <laughs> Why did you do that? They would have never found it, Karen. <laughs> oh, that's so, that's so, so good. good. Oh, yeah, I love that. Oh, my I, God. I love by the way, my friend, a good friend of mine, my, probably my, my best friend in the world, called me up like during, like when the pandemic kicked in. And he said, he goes, he said, why don't you, he goes, dude, why don't you take these, you know, take these Karen videos? And just do and just and just dub, you know, you doing Leota. Karen, that's not a Starbucks. You don't act like that, Karen. <laughs> yeah, that's that funny. Is, that is a great take idea. Take your fucking latte, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> well, that and, was but, my but you, f- uh, favorite movie hit, uh, ever when the one Wild Things, I think Ray Liotta when he was with the before with oh, Melanie Griffith. With, with, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he yeah. Was a crazy boyfriend. Yeah, he had that. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. he's so good in that. So good. Yeah. Oh, that that could go I, forever. I I just remember him kicking the wall. You shut up over there. And he's like kicking the wall. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Char- that is Charlie. Or something like that. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, that Karen's way, a great idea, by the way. Holy shit. I, you know, but, but as Lenny can attest to my, uh, to my uh, tech, uh, technology uh, um, uh, acumen. Is that mm-hmm. the right word? I just, my, my, my buddy told me. So I literally Googled, how do you add your voice to a YouTube? And I, just, I, I got about an hour into it. And one of my kids called me. I'm like, all right, fuck it. That was eight months ago. Yeah, no, well, <laughs> it would be huge on TikTok because TikTok is so f- huge. But I'm I'm with you. I have no skills, and it just it just discourages me. Like before I even get started. All right, before yeah. before we end this segment, I want to ask you tell Neil about your tattoos because one of them he's gonna love, and one of them we're both like just gonna be incredulous at this point. So you left Cleveland <laughs> very quickly, but yet one of your tattoos <laughs> is what. Okay, well, uh, I'll, give you the, I'll give you in order. The first one I got was TCB, Elvis Presley. I was a big Elvis fan. Yeah. Uh, then I got uh, then I got the first. Then I got a, a comedy mask from the comedy tragedy. I said I would get that right. first time I got a, a complicated <laughs> comedy. Yeah. Then I got uh, Bruce Springsteen song Thunder Road. I got the words Thunder Road. Uh, oh, that's a good one. So, and, uh, and then and then it was about, it was the year was 1994. And I was like, I was a big Cleveland sports fan. I'm like, what well, I, I want to get a Browns or an Indians? Which one should I get? And and uh, oh, thanks for it. And uh, I said, well, let me. And I said, you know, what? I'm, a, I'm a bigger football fan. I said, but I like that cheap Wahoo logo. So if you look at my lower calf, is a nice bright red cheap Wahoo on my left calf, and it says the tribe. Is that the yeah. one you're referring to? Right? Yes, I am. And so that's aged well. Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> but well, I'm thinking well, you'll always have to wear socks now. It's yeah. fine. No, I'm just gonna. T- I'm just gonna. Uh, what I'm gonna do is, I'm, because I'm, I'm 50 now, I'm just gonna say it's got my legs don't look as good as they used to. So I'm just gonna just tell them it's me, all wrinkled. With the <laughs> <laughs> well, the hair, yeah, you could probably yeah. turn that into you with a couple of strokes. Oh, I, I, and it's so funny because somebody said, uh, I mean, people, I, I, at some point, somebody would see my I'd be wearing shorts and go, oh, you know, do you, you know, uh, you know why did you get that? I said, oh, because I just, you know, I wanted to have a losing sports team tattooed with my fucking leg. I mean, <laughs> yeah, when I was texting you for the show, you were like, hey, yeah, Cleveland, yeah, you know, uh, you know, what is it, next year Super Bowl champs? And I'm like, oh my god, I almost, I almost passed out from the eye roll. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, told Carrie, well, I told Carrie we're watching the Browns the other day. 
the last time, you know, you're a sports guy. Yeah. The last time the Browns were in the playoffs was the year before we met. That was like 18 years ago. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Like, that's just in the playoffs. That's not, not even advancing. It's in the playoffs. All I know is with them, don't turn off the TV because the guy's going to fumble on the goal line because that's how, that's how it, it works. It was a good start to that game, that's for sure. All right. Eric is here. Let, let's move on. Oh, like we're going to do our second Whoa. segment. You should see the technology. I hit a button for that. I usually actually had to hit a bell. We had an old bell from the <laughs> game pit. Um, the second segment I want to do is cruise ship. So now you're working as a comic yep. and then I meet you in the city and I'm seeing you around doing spots. And then, then he, then you disappear, right? I was killing you, it. Wasn't I? <laughs> <laughs> no, you were good. You were good. Like anybody else. We start around the same time. So you're a good act. And I'm like, Oh, this guy's funny. But then I don't see you. I'm like, whatever happened to this guy. And then I run into you one day and you're like, right. I, I do cruise ships now. And I make, I'm like, I'm like, Oh my, I'm thinking, Oh, the tragedy. There's the comedy and tragedy tattoo. The tra <laughs> yeah, the tra right. That should have been bigger. But then you sit, we have dinner, and you tell me, I'm like, what exactly does a cruise ship pay? And it's, I think I did a spit take. I, th I was like, <laughs> yeah. like, get me on a cruise right away. I was like, no, no, no. I always want the cruise is what my family did for vacation. Yeah. And I was like, right. damn, I didn't know. I didn't think I ever wanted. And I was like, but I love going. I hadn't gone in a while. I had broken up with some girl. You know, it's like, and Eric's like, well, if you ever want to come with me, this is how much power Eric had at one time. <laughs> you want to come with me on the ship? You just have to pay for your flight. I'll get you on the cruise. I'm sorry, what? I'm like, yeah, I would like to go on vacation for the first time in like 15 years without, you know, yeah. ridiculous. Well, I said you had to sleep with me, but you never made good on <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was, you know, I'm a prude. So, so uh, <laughs> I go, he takes me and I like, little do I know what, what the, I'm thinking, he's the comic on the ship. It's got to be gorgeous accommodations. <laughs> oh my God. It's like, you know, my shower. It's oh, like the, I, yeah, the size I, of my bed. Right away, I envisioned the, the king size bed, suite overlooking yeah. the water. Double no. bed. <laughs> like, no. You know, the first bar. one he takes me to is like one of the newer shit. He's like, I'm going to do this cruise. Calls him up. Get the whole thing works. I, I get on the thing with him. And when I'm, we're in bunk beds. I have a picture yeah. of it. It's hilarious. <laughs> I should find that picture. Oh, love, I'm in I bunk beds and this little tiny room. And we just were, we're never in there, right? Know, we're just so we're funny. But and we had the best freaking time. And I'm watching Eric work in this like <laughs> he's got to do two whole shows. Yeah, in front of massive crowd. Massive crowd. Yeah, yeah, he's in this big thing. room, massive crowd. And I'm like, I don't know, what I can do. That. And he's squeaky. You got to be squeaky because yeah. it's this massive room. And so he's got one late yeah. night show, this midnight show. He can do whatever he wants. And he's got this one early show, which is like this welcome aboard. And then he doesn't work for like six days until he gets <laughs> to the end. I'm like, how much was that? Right. It's yeah. a, and I'm like, this is a pretty good gig. He could write in the middle. He's yeah, yeah. and he's in it's freezing cold. We left in like January and we're doing great. You know, there was, you know, a couple of things I didn't notice at the time. Like we left at like four in the morning. I'm like, OK, yeah. Yeah. what big deal. Yeah. And then we, uh, you know, and then uh, we the plane coming back didn't probably got lucky that, you know, everything worked fine. All right. Fine. So I watch him do this thing and his early show. It's children are there, and I'm in the balcony. I always sit in the last row. I'm in the balcony, and I'm sitting next to this lady who's holding her kid on her knee, right? Mm -hmm. And <laughs> and the crowd's liking it. The lady is stone faced. She's like, hmm, hmm. this is what she's doing, right? The, he's killing, right? The lazy, but the kid is he never laughed harder in his life. And I mean, this kid's guy got to be five years old. He hits the punchline. Like he just knows the rhythm of it. Yeah. Eric would hit the punchline. And the kid would be like, ah, ha, 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 
and then go back to listening yeah. like like a regular audience but i'm like who is this kid i'm like is this eric's Funny. act is for five-year-old <laughs> dude i'm telling you that's well that's my that's my that's my target audience <laughs> but he's killing in the kids like oh that was fun you know yeah. um but so okay so how did you get into it yeah uh, how'd you roger, go roger roger paul i started working with roger he's a manager in new york yeah. Yeah, shortly after uh, I got up, I moved up to New York after I, I left uh, my roommate situation, got up to New York, and and uh, it, and you know I, I had no idea about how you basically it's, you know it's, it's like uh, what's the word I mean it's almost like a like a like a drug addiction once you get started you don't even realize you go oh, this is gonna be fun mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so the money was great it started off the first cruise I did was seven like one thousand seven hundred fifty I think yeah more yeah it was like, and then and then within within six months I was making three thousand dollars for a week. And and they kept offering him. I just, I, you know, I was the impressions were always a good for you know the, the cruise ship because they and, right. you know you do right, clean material. And next thing you know, they're offering me cruise after cruise after cruise. What year like, was this? Out. What year is this? This was I, let's see, probably two thousand two. Oh wow! Okay. So yeah, when I went so, with you, it was probably 2010, 20, 2009, 2010, yeah. something like that. Yeah. And at the same time, the cruise ship industry is like booming, starting to really boom. Yeah, everybody's yeah. yeah it's a, it was booming. It's, yeah. And and the thing is, I mean, you think, okay, well, let's say, do you want do you want to make three thousand dollars for a week, and or do you want to go, you know, you want to go up to Albany for for you know four hundred dollars, or you know, out to to Wisecrackers or out to Reading to do the comedy outlet? I was working all those clubs and stuff like that, and I go, but then but then all of a sudden you you realize you're gone half the year. I did like twenty twenty two cruises a year the first six years or something like that, and all wow. of a sudden you have no identity in the city and you don't have any. You, if you're like me, you, you know, kind of, you're addicted to getting a good, a good laugh, and you want to keep that paycheck coming in. You're not writing material that kind of, that could kind of define you or kind of like be yourself. You got to do cruise. I wrote, I, I took kind of pride in writing good cruise ship jokes because I knew I'd get big laughs and keep getting bookings. And then I get, I get off the cruise ships, you know, and I go, okay, going to a club. It's like, and hey, what's up with the buffet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's and got, I, just, I, he's murdered. It is two worlds, but it is pretty cool even his late night show was like murder like murdering i was like what is this it's crazy yeah i mean i i loved like i said if i want if i'm gonna do well i said i'm gonna write jokes about you know the one subject everybody knows which is a ship which is why there are cruise ships but i had to write jokes that made i thought were funny and so i did that and they're great but then you go on land and you go you go wait a minute i you know I, i remember i was nervous to headline out in vegas at this club this guy who saw me on a ship and i go i've been i that's when i realized i gotta get the fuck off these ships but then because I didn't have, I, I wasn't really, you know, kind of being true to myself. Like I couldn't write autobiographical material that was funny enough to appeal to a cruise ship audience and stuff like that. And then, so I've, it, it was like, but once you're in, it's like, well, now I'm living in New York City. I was in Chelsea, you know, paying twenty two hundred dollars rent. And you go, well, are you going to make that on the road? No, I got to stay on the ships. And so it was, you know, yeah, it, it was like this catch twenty two. Yeah, you want to get off, but you can't. Yeah, but you got to make money. So, but what what cruises were you? All of them, Royal Caribbean. Yeah, he was the Carnival, king of Royal Caribbean. Oh, Royal, those, oh. those, yeah, are, those things are I, yeah, huge with, too. I, yeah, I was doing. I was. I moved up with Royal like really quick. See, I'm also very good at kissing ass, <laughs> and that's important. <laughs> so I, I could tell when somebody like you know who like if a captain or cruise director, I could tell if you know they love compliments. So I was really good at that. And, and I became friends with some some cruise ships. In fact, one of my best friends to this day is uh, you. You met him, Richard. Yeah, um, yeah. It's crazy. But I, I was always good at just you know being nice and, and likable and stuff like that. So I moved up, and then I was taking out all the ships on the maiden voyages. And then it, it all came to a halt when I <laughs> I, I wrote back. To, I did the, I did the inaugural for um, was it the Quantum of the Seas? It was. And it, you want to talk about a good paycheck? I did a two day cruise and a three day cruise, like thirty five hundred dollars each. 
And I like, wow. it was the inaugural out of Bayonne. And the worst show, I had four shows. <laughs> Two were awful. Uh, one was the worst I'd ever done. And yeah, I gave you a worst show. You can, you know exactly where it was, what city. Was it the early show, the late show? Yeah. I had the worst show. This, this was worse than any of them combined. <laughs> And and the new well, the let new, me wait, wait. Let me just preface it for the audience by saying the people who sit in the crowd on the inaugural are people who have been on cruises, who have seen everything a million times, right? Oh, they 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 were so nasty, cynical. They're all spread no, but out. There are travel agents. There, there's a lot of travel agents. There's a lot of like a million time cruisers. They're all yeah. They're snotty pantses. You know, they're bookers. Yeah. They're whatever. This is you should know that it's going to be a hard gig. But Eric's I, like, I, fuck I, this. I'm the king of the world. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I, I've been on. I've I've had so many bad shows on ships. You think you become like you know, you know it's that that. that that expression like you know it's a wake-up call yeah it's weird to get a wake-up call that you don't think you ever need because you've already gotten it and it was even worse than that and i bomb and, and then i finally and i was in front of the new head of entertainment excuse me eat my dick for 40 i was so, i was so i was so thrown off by this audience i forgot my closing bit and I, that i'd been doing for a while so anyway i finally had one good show i walked off stage and then the cruise director says hey somebody complained i go when i guess it's my finally I had a good show and he goes no during the act i couldn't even watch your show they were complaining oh my god so I hear about it. I just kind of roll my eyes. And then I get home the next day and this guy got my email, emailed me directly. And he was like teeing off on me. And because I was off the ship, I said, okay, well now I can tell you what I think of you. And I really took my time writing this really go fuck yourself email. That I was very proud of. It is and, a uh, classic. And <laughs> like two, days, two days later, I got a text from my, my cruise agent. She goes, uh, did you email a passenger? And I was still being sarcastic. I said, no, I emailed back. Why? <laughs> <laughs> And then I, and then they, they, they fired me. And the funny thing was, once I, I was like pleading for my job and I, and I was like, wait, I said, I'm literally dispensing myself. I didn't write to the guy and everything, but it didn't make, didn't matter. But the funny thing was, this is true. I don't know if I, I told you this, Lenny, they, when I, when I realized I wasn't going to get the, my job back and I was actually on my way to my sister's house, my, my wife, Carrie, she's with me. Our daughter, Skylar's like, you know, four, Carrie's a couple months pregnant with her second one. And I'm on my way to my sister's house for Thanksgiving and I get the call that all the income's gone. Oh. So my income went from like sixty, seventy thousand dollars a year to nothing. Holy well, shit. Maybe, well maybe like five thousand because yeah. I still did a couple road gigs. Yeah. So but once once I kind of accept this and you know kind of you know run it through the brain, go, okay, all right, here it is. I, I started I started to be an asshole again. So I said um, <laughs> I said, by the way, I said why I just for my own, you know, peace of mind, I said, why exactly am I getting fired considering everything? And the ladies you know, the lady said, Well you're Lady Roach goes, your your email contained a lot more invective, and I the, than the passengers. And I said, well, that's, I said that's because I'm a better writer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was the last that was the last correspondence I had with Royal. But luckily, luckily I had a good reputation um, uh, with Princess. Actually, I, I was able to pick up a, a, a gig with Princess like three weeks later. I think it was on Christmas. So I, I, I my 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 soft cushy schedule of doing short cruises for top money was gone so i had to go away on christmas but i did well got a good review and they the princess allowed me to keep paying the bills for you know past few years oh, wow. that's good um so. and they're so dumb that i can't tell you how good eric <laughs> and act is you know what i mean i i've worked <clears throat> anyway he drags me into these he he the listening to wait, a wait, comment wait. card is just so bizarre to me yeah listening to a comment card is literally the worst thing you can do but here's the thing so I go with him on that one yeah. cruise. We have a great time. We're sharing camera. Then the next, he's like, well, if you ever want to go again, I'm like, I'm sorry, what? And a tear like rolls down my eye. Yeah. I'm like, you're telling me I can go on vacation for the price <laughs> of a plane ticket? Yeah, okay. 
and hang with you for a week and watch comedy. Okay, whatever. And I, you know, and I, you know, so, and we could write for a week yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So there's this new ship coming out and it's like revolutionary. Like all, that old ship is exactly how they build ships forever. But now they were going to build this ship called like the Oasis Royal Caribbean. It's gigantic. It's like three times the size of a regular. They got a rock climbing wall. They got a, you know, they got they, an aqua theater. Aqua theater guys like they had ex Olympians jumping off high dives in a show yeah, and it was yeah. an amazing show. They got gymnastics thing in the show. Ice, ice skating rink. It's the craziest thing you've <laughs> ever seen. It's crazy. Now they have like similar ships, but they have um, bumper cars, bumper cars on a cruise ship, yeah, Neil, full crazy. basketball court inside. Like you can't throw the ball. I mean, I think I've, I've thrown a few balls over the side of the ship in my day. <laughs> Right. I've had them go blind. Like the, like the wind blows it. And it's like, you're like, you could see it in slow motion. Like, no. Okay. Day's over. Back to sitting so next to the meth, They have a meth lab now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They have everything. You can oh, do any a good place for a meth. Lab. That's funny. You say that because <laughs> it was like, I remember walking to my cabin one day and it was like a sign that said, Hey, this club is meeting. And I'm like, what's this club? And I stick my head in. There's a full sewing club on this cruise ship all all sewing machines i'm like what are they it's like a, a sewing yeah we went but that was a long time ago crazy they have everything on the if you any group you want to join i'm sure the kkk has got its own group going <laughs> they on have their own cruise yeah line. yeah it's crazy so um so Wait, anyway I tell you, I did, well, did i tell you speaking of like the groups like that i tell you i did two swingers cruises <laughs> yeah they're amazing okay. right those are the best ones yeah. Yeah, all the all the passengers were in this, this the swingers and they, they all the, like the lounges kind of transformed into like these weird sex rooms and I'm sitting there just a regular entertainer just like eyes wide shut like the whole week is insanity. So <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Are the, wait, are there good looking people or the, the oh no no, the, no no no, no. <laughs> that's what I always no. Uh, in fact, I would go always. I was never on that Neil, but I was on the next week after that and they were so happy. Like there was like a naked one and they're so happy because first of all, everybody's got their clothes back on. You know, yeah, only the yeah. staff, is, you know, they, they sometimes they bring in their own staff, but some people are still around and they're like horrified. You know, they're horrified I, because I used to say that I, I look like Stephen Hawking the whole week. <laughs> <laughs> they're like the whole theater smells like ass. Oh, they got to oh, put towels like, down. Yeah. So you have to sit on the towel. Like, it's just it's like every time I see a nudist beach or whatever, you know, like a nude beach, it's always like the worst looking people. So yeah, I got to wrap this like up to, quick. Oh, like uh, sorry. Green Bay Packers Stadium. Those kind of people. That's yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, holy shit. I was like, I don't, I don't yeah, Why would you not, want to do that? I don't know. They just walk around. This Everybody's got everything. I'm telling you, they got a cruise for everything as well. So he gets me into this, you know, and I'm like, I could never do what you just did on that early show, late show. It's too clean. I don't know if I can do it, you know? And, uh, and um, so then they're like, this big ship's coming out and it's going to have its own comedy club. And I'm like, it's going to have its own comedy club? Like, I can do that. If I can do two shows a week. Unfortunately, what I didn't know is that it's like 16 <laughs> shows. shows. It's like 16. I'm like, wait, I'm sorry, what? You thought you were only doing one show? Yeah, I think. That, and they, th it's same thing. Two shows. Early show, late show, beginning of the week, end of the week. No, it's 16 shows. I'm like, you guys are insane. I couldn't even talk by the by oh, Wednesday. God. And if you don't do well, you, you kind of got to quarantine in your room because you don't want to go out and deal with people, probably, yeah. right? But this is how crazy powerful Eric was at the time. He he goes, he brings, we go on that thing. We get, he gets me my own cabin. Yeah. They had an extra cabin. He schmoozes because he's so good at like schmoozing. Kiss and yeah. ass. Kid, yeah. Well, <laughs> kiss and ass. I just, he's a good looking guy. He says hi to everybody. We get on. They all know him. Eric, get back. Like every single person from person cleaning the room to the, Captain, you're you know, with, you're with Ray Liotta. I'm, I'm with Ray Liotta. 
He walks through the ship. People are like, I saw you last time. You're great. Thank you. He's talking. I'm like, who are, who are you? It's like the dinosaur. And you know, you know, of... and you know Lenny's personality. Lenny loves it. Oh, Jesus. It's the worst. I couldn't be more mortified like to be in the middle of this. So anyway, so he's... You know, so we, I got my own cap. I'm watching this for a week. I watched 16, him do 16 shows, and it go, you could see the range. It's like he's murdering one show. An hour later, some chick is heckling him because he's drunk. It's insane. This room, but he could say anything he want in the room. So I stopped pondering it, pondering it. And I'm like, okay, I can maybe pull this off. <laughs> and then he knew the cruise director so well. He's like, put this guy on. He, the cruise director was just, he's an actual director. He's not even a cruise director anymore. He was and has moved up into the offices. Okay. But if the cruise the cruise uh, director has to go on vacation, this guy will fill in for a week, yeah. come back. Yeah, he, he was the most tenured. He was the biggest. Biggest, biggest guy. A uh, lot of power. Yeah. Yep. Eric's like, put Lenny on. I'm telling you, he's going to be on Letterman soon. Boom. It was right before I did Letterman, right? I get on. Killed it. Get on. It. it does well. This guy, next thing you know, a call goes in. They're like agent, blah blah blah, and I'm doing them. And that that's how it all and started. And that's how it all started. Oh, wow, so it was crazy. Yeah. But that's all because of Eric. Yeah. And then like two years later, I'm cursing him. Like, are you fucking <laughs> kidding? I'm like, this is the worst shit I've ever this done. This guy fucked me he over. Fuck me so hard, man. Fuck me so hard. It all right. was my plan yeah. all along. <laughs> Here we go. All right, let's do the the third uh corner I want to say. Now, here's uh, one of Eric's great talents is trying out new technology because you got to hand it to him <laughs> and then totally fucking up this technology to the point of like Lenny what do I do and that's that's a two day event for me as soon as the phone rings and Eric goes can you help me I'm like oh Christ you know like <laughs> yeah, it's not, yeah. so my, one of my favorite ones well Neil and I talk about let's just talk about fuck up as technology I, I could start with you I could start with Neil but yeah. Eric is like Tape recorders that won't work. You know those. Remember they had those little recorders. Yeah. So for the cruises, he wants to do these little recorders. The one you thing. record your set on. Record set yeah, on. They've been working on that forever. First three of Eric's don't work. A, uh, I ended up hiring a stenographer. <laughs> <laughs> that won't work. Yeah. We can't find batteries anywhere around the middle of the <laughs> islands. You know, whatever. My favorite one. I'm getting a new computer. Okay, great. I got this new <laughs> Dell. All right. I go over there. I help him set the whole thing up. The thing is humming. Right? Oh no. Not a week later, it won't go oh, on. Fuck. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> it won't go on. The computer won't go on. Is the power working in the house? Yeah. Like other things are plugged in. Plug something else and it work. Yeah, it works. Fuck. I go down there, right? Yeah. I go down to his house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting there. It won't go on, right? I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? You got a lemon? I'm like, yeah. who has lemon? And then I realize I'm sweating, right? Like, why am I sweating? It's because it's in the middle of August. Yeah. It's like 152 degrees, and there's no air on in Eric's apartment. I'm like, wait a second. You were running this thing with no air in this hot apartment like that? Yeah. How long? Do you shut it off? Well, not really. What? <laughs> the thing committed suicide, right? So <laughs> I was thought, I'm like, and then I hear it. It's clear. Like, he blew the hard drive. He blew the board on a brand. So thing, things that's so, okay. They send, they sent him a new one, right? Yeah. Okay. Then I got a call. I put the whole thing back. I get a call. You got to turn the air on in here for cheapo. Yeah. You know, you're doing cruise ships for Christ's sake. <laughs> turn the fucking air on. Right? What are you doing with that money? Yeah. It's like <laughs> he's investing in tape recorders. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I, <laughs> I put the whole thing back together. Not a month, maybe a month later, I get a call. He's back off the ships. I get a call. <sighs> I don't know. All, I get these things are all red. This shit popping up all over the place. But I go in there. He, not only did he get a virus, 
but he got like a virus from Georgia, not Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, like Georgia, the the oh, like, Russia, yeah, yeah. the Russians somehow <laughs> they, they found him. They found him. They <laughs> somehow he looked at some site, and I don't think it was even porn, which yeah, yeah. is supposed, which sure, is hilarious. Sure, was it? That he, girl said she loved me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, you were getting catfish. I don't know what he was doing, but the whole fucking thing is a disaster. Oh, I gotta wow. redo the computer again. Oh, so Again, it got, it got in everything. They wanted ran it was ransomware. You like pay us or you're fucked. So he's paying them. It's getting worse. Like what? Oh, God. Stop no, paying. I told, to, I told him to kill Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> She's not dead yet. How much money do I have to give you? Um, so it was just ridiculous. Like he's unbelievable with this. Um, do you have this oh. luck with like cars and stuff breaking down as well? You know the funny thing is, I I I just never. I was so obsessed with just trying to be. Like you know, funny that I never like I never like studied stuff like computers. Like when I when I saw you kind of like working on my computer, I'm just sitting there going, "Oh my god!" It, and and I just it was like it was like uh, it was like when Carrie spoke uh, Cantonese the first time in front of me. I just looked at her, going, "What?" Because Carrie doesn't have an accent. And I go, like, what do you, you you know what this does? And I never never even thought about you know seeing the value and knowing you know how important uh, just basic computer knowledge is so i just you know I, she's reading uh, he's re uh, carrie's reading oh, eric the back of the fortune cookies <laughs> you're amazing yeah. by, by the way i was just as bad at selling cars and hardware i swear to god people think i'm joking and this i, I this is a true story and it, it's in my act because it's real i can't lie about it when i was in when i was in the hardware I thought uh, this lady came up and said, uh, you know where Pete Moss is? And I said, you know what department he works in? <laughs> and that's not a joke. That's, that's a true story. And, and when I was selling cars, to this day, you think I would know, like, you know, the basics of changing oil. I, no, I never, just, it never, I never grasped things that were like, you know. Um, yeah. I mean, the like learning curve, white. I'm like you, the learning curve is too discouraging for sometimes. I'm like, I know that maybe I could learn to edit videos, but then I know the learning curve is like, yeah, well, way up there. Yeah, it's it's a look. I grew up in it, you know. That's why he's so personable because he had to like sell cars, you know, whatever. And that's his personality. And I'm like, I'd rather be sitting in a room just working on. That's a program. the thing with social media. Everyone just like you see these. Everyone doing all the social media posts yeah. and stuff. And so some of these videos are taking people. You think they're just blowing it up in like ten seconds? It's taking them all day to edit these. Oh my videos. god! Are you kidding me? What, yeah. Neil dragged me outside in the rain. You remember this uh, <laughs> yeah, Dreams like, video? Yeah. What was it? Dreams? Yeah, Is that Fleetwood Mac? Yeah, Fleetwood and everybody's Mac. doing this Fleetwood Mac video. Are you aware of this? Yeah. And so no. Neil's like, I want to do one with Fleetwood Mac. It's twenty seconds of video less, right? Some guy right. drinking on a skateboard, holding on the back of a car, I think, going down a hill, yeah. filmed himself. And next thing you know, this thing blows up and he gets some kind of weird deal with whoever he's it drinking. It was my foray into TikTok. So Neil's like, I'm going to TikTok this. I'm like, you got to be kidding. What? I never even heard of this. So the next thing you know, I'm out. He's like, come on, let's film it. I'm like, so <laughs> we're filming this thing in Central Park. It's like two degrees outside. I can't feel <laughs> I my fingers. I'm trying to film them. I, I trip, <laughs> into, the trip into the mud. I, I we fall can't, muddy. 20 all, seconds yeah, of film. Yeah. It's actually... 20 seconds of film but he got it yeah he got, got it, it. And but now, it was so miserable the whole experience i'm like uh I, and birdie who's two and a half goes i want to see the neil one with the music you know that's, that's the video <laughs> she wants to see neil falling down that she likes that well, part. i still i still love was a superstar talent yeah agency? yeah neil you were fucking killing me in that <laughs> yeah, oh. like, that was funny oh uh, yeah that's our that's our baby it's still yeah. alive but again lenny way. does all the hard yeah. heavy lifting neil goes he in how to do it he knocks it out and i the next Three days is me at my computer yeah. making this work. Anyway, so some of the other technology um, stories I have that goes bad is so like Bob DeBono, right? Yeah. I love Bob DeBono. But he, <laughs> same thing. Hey, I got to, my computer doesn't work, right? I go over, 
this shit popping up all over the place. I'm like, Bob, how much porn do you watch? He's like, I don't watch any porn, Bob. And it always starts with, I, I don't really do that, yeah, right, yeah. Bob? You yeah. know, like, and I and I say to everybody, come on, a, come a on. few stray <laughs> Google searches, yeah, yeah, yeah come yeah. on, right? Yeah. And they're like, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. And they come clean. I'm like, come on, I've been at this a long time, right? So he, I go, so I clean the whole thing out and I put it back, and the thing's fucking pristine. And I go, well, here's what you do: don't don't look at porn. I mean, look at a site that doesn't pop up. I don't know. They got a couple of those, right? Just he's like, I got it, no problem, thanks. Eight days later, eight days later, <laughs> he lasted eight days. Eight days. That's what I was thinking. I was like, that no, I think that's been. what it took. I think he lasted thirty seconds after I walked out the door. I think eight <laughs> days later, he may, it started being untenable. You know, like. They don't care, but after the window, 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 yeah, when yeah, it starts going yeah. crazy, right? Then that's when I get the call. Not at first sign of this where I could possibly clean it, right? Oh, so man. it calls me again. It's doing it again. I don't know why it's doing it again. <laughs> Bob, have you been looking at porn again? Uh, like, come on, man. <laughs> come on. Come on. So anyway, I cleaned his thing twice in eight days. You, st I'm not doing it again after this. I'm going to tell you right now. He probably threw the whole thing out. Who the hell knows? Right. Then I got a call one time from this guy, Brad Zimmerman. He goes, this is a giant X, a giant X on my screen. That was it. A giant X. <laughs> they, they, was he bowling? Like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny when you, you know, when you go to the bowling alley and you see the giant yeah, X yeah, when yeah, it comes yeah. up and I'm like, come on, a giant X. And this is before you could take a picture on your cell phone. So it's, you know, not too long ago, but so I go, all right, I'll take a look. And I go there. I'm like, this guy's probably got some stupid thing, right? It's a giant fucking X. And exactly what he said. He bring it comes up and it's like X. Same thing as kind of Eric. And he can't and touch any nothing. You moves. can't touch anything unless you pay this thing and whatever. Oh, you, they God. will not unlock. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry, you lost every file. I hope you have a backup. Have you been running these oh. backups? Because he lost everything. Ugh. I mean, it was just, and I had to wipe out every site of his thing in like two days in his house. You know, it's just ridiculous. Like, stop doing this. Um, so I've had some Man. crazy, but Neil and I claim like technology wise that doesn't work. Our phones, we cannot talk to each other anymore. I don't know what's going on. Like, we claim that an, a year, your phone will still work a year after you buy it, these fancy new phones. But then right, right at a year and a half, we are convinced that oh, yeah. they start the updates or whatever, they've antiquated your phone or they've fucking it up. For some reason now, I can't hear him when I call him. Yeah. He For seven seconds, he can't even hear me. He's got to call me back. and find, And now when we call him in on the podcast from wherever he is, I can't hear him. Like it, it, the the speaker goes on these things, and then so every two years, you almost on the day if we have to buy a new if phone. If you don't upgrade, they kind of start sabotaging your phone. We your think technology. I, yeah. I I agree with that, man. I think it's like the you know the good news is you just paid off your phone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know the bad news. Ooh, you're gonna need a new one. And, yeah. And it, it, Gary yeah. and I went through that about uh, two years ago when our, where we finally paid off our new iPhone. Yeah, that's what happened to me. Yeah. We this happens every two years. It's I don't even. Crazy. I just build it They're in. They're playing as a us all. They're playing us all. Yeah. I like, mean, I want there it to. There is a big movement around the country about people trying to like fix things and not buy new stuff. Ah. Uh, yeah. But it's uh, it's a small movement. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm already looking at it and now. Every new phone, if you want a really good phone, it's like what is it? Five hundred thousand. No, the new oh, the iPhone 12, the good one, is $1,000. $1,000. more than your computer. And I don't, it's the first time I've I've gone, I'm all in on Apple, as you know. I yeah. go for the whole thing every, but this is the first time I finally said that enough is enough. But then they started, 
like we have Apple TV at home. You know yeah. the Apple TV we bought. It doesn't work anymore. The, really? The fir first really? one. The first one just gone. It has. They took off all the channels. It doesn't have anything. <laughs> they want you to upgrade. It can't get up. Yeah, it's really. Well, that's it, why Apple people say all the time, like my Apple never breaks. I'm like, yeah, because you upgrade it every year yeah, and a half. You it, they fuck you. It doesn't. It simply doesn't. It's got like two channels left on. Yeah. It. Like no one wants to watch. And then you go down. You take it down to the Genius Bar. It doesn't work. Like, well, if you want to upgrade, like they totally sell you on the upgrade. Yeah, I'm probably gonna have to get a new phone because of what happens all the time. It's just like it's frustrating. I'm definitely. I'm always updating the phone because because of all the stuff you do with it. It's actually, I use the phone more than anything for everything. Yeah. It's well, a spe speaking of, speaking of Apple. Carrie uh, Carrie had a MacBook. She's she, she's definitely sold on the. I, I actually bought when I was living in Chelsea. I don't even remember this money. I bought a. I said okay. Everybody keeps selling Apple, Apple, Apple. So I, I finally I broke down. I got a oh, uh, yeah, I remember this. a desktop, and I it lasted about a week. I go, I can't, I can't learn this new shit. I, I returned it, got it to Toshiba. But Carrie had a Carrie had a laptop that she'd been using for I don't know, the last five, six years, and we're doing distance learning with the kids and our our kindergartner uh, Dylan, who's five, poured water onto it about six about oh. six weeks ago. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Shit. Yeah, so it's all gone. It's, got to, it was annoying the way it worked all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, let me bring it back full circle. So now you go on a cruise ship and they, everybody's was like, you know, when I went on a cruise ship as a kid, you were at sea. Yeah. There was no news. Yeah. They would print a newspaper with highlights and throw it on the earth. And that was it. It was kind of good in a way because you could really get away. Yeah. But now yeah. everybody's lost their mind. They got to have Wi-Fi and a thing. So they'll sell you a package. I'm not even joking. It's like $20 a day. If you want to use, uh, it's like that resort Vegas resort. Yeah, thing. yeah, high, right. Yeah. Very high. They'll give you Wi-Fi now. At least they have it now. They had a whole period where they didn't have it, but now they have oh, it. It's huge. It's fast, but it costs you an arm and a leg. Now you think they would give it to the comedian for free for being on your fucking ship for a week? <laughs> no. no, they charge you too. So you're already eating into your money oh, for the week. You know? Yeah. I would sneak into the cruise director's office and, and use it. Uh, he gave me his password and most of the so like I would get friendly enough. I'd, so I'd sneak into there and, but cause I couldn't afford it. I'm like, Can you, leave I, this guy? you, you want to write home? You're like, ah, sorry, honey. I love you, but I, I, you know, I can't, I can't swing it. You know, 20 days. Of, 20 have you ever, have you ever just captain the ship too? Like, do you ever just go up there? And go, I'm going to take the ship over. For a couple of gonna, we're going to board. Uh, we, I decided we're going to go to a couple different places on this cruise today. There's a couple of times where they went through some storms and I was like, you couldn't have gone around that Eric. You know what I mean? Like, come on. I'm, I'm not sure Eric wasn't driving. He's thing. like, Eric's like, I got you, Liddy. Well, you want uh, speak, you just remind me one time I got, I, I did get invited to like, like, the, the kind of parties where like the captain was there and I, I, to me it was like the, the captain i'm like i just thought it was such a i was i was blown away by what he could do but i would all, I'd also talk to him like a regular person i think it was yeah. just because i watched everybody kissing his ass it was like it was like a hot girl you go no I, i'm not gonna do that I, everybody does that so i was at this party on one of the ships that the captain was there and everybody's like oh you know the the, the master of the vessel the master of, that's how they refer to the master <laughs> of the vessel so ridiculous and i'm like this is awkward so i I, I, I went up to him when I was talking to him. He goes, hey, this is Eric. He's our comedian. And after about a minute or two, I said, I said, do, do the black guys on the ship have a problem calling you master? <laughs> <laughs> and oh, the man. cruise director who introduced me oh, to him no. just fucking shit himself. He's like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the captain's like, I don't know what you need. Uh, master. Like, I said, yeah, why do you have to say stuff like that? <laughs> so, you know, he cannot help himself. It's unbelievable. Uh, All right. So I, 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 
I didn't, I didn't hang out with any more captains after that. Uh, all I can say is that I, that's the one cost that drives me nuts on the cruise ship, but I have to have it because if I, Gina, if I don't check in, she's going to lose her mind. Oh, well, we never even, I mean, we're done with the segment, but we didn't even go. What, what's the future here? The technology future? No, of cruise ships. Is it oh, done? Is it there. done? What? No, it's happening. What do you mean? They're getting bigger and bigger. And no, but they're starting no, up. They're with the pandemic. With the pan- I don't know. That's a good question. I haven't. I, I was starting to to get. I was basically uh, winding down my my cruise career uh, la- late last year because they Princess had been great for so long. For the, like the, since Royal fired me for like for the last three and a half years, Princess after about a year started giving me like you know letting me get off the ship like you know three or four days into a cruise after my shows were done. So I I just couldn't be away from from Carrie and the kids. And then, but then they, they, I guess budgets or whatever, they, they stopped doing that and they wanted me to do like seven or eight days. So I started getting, I just can't do it anymore. I can't be away from home that long. So Carrie, my wife went back to work right before the pandemic hit and I, I ended up doing my last cruise in like November of uh, 2019. And then oh, all of a shit. sudden, then all of a sudden, like all my, and so I was, it was lucky, you know, what do you call it? Lucky, unlucky. I don't know, but Carrie went back to work luckily and then all these friends of mine who still work on ships their income's gone yeah and i don't know when it's coming back no one's booked for this year on a cruise that you know no they say they might be coming back mid-year there are some they're starting to open up like oh seriously yeah they're starting to open up i'm like who's getting on that i bet you all these crazy yeah you know i know what your audience is going to be i feel like it's building where people are just starting to say fuck it all yeah fuck it all i'm not getting on that ship Okay, let's move. I was I was on I was on uh, that ship. I was on that ship that you remember the ship that Trump wanted to just keep out of water so he can keep the numbers down. (laughs) That's right. That's right. I had been I had worked on that ship like uh, like you know probably ten times in the last three years. And I and I was going out. I was supposed to go out on one of their ships. It wasn't that one, but like a week before they just shut everything down. And uh, and I was scared to death. I mean, number one, being away for for eight days with travel and. And then getting sick and being stuck out there with, you know, we have three kids now and it was Friday. So I canceled it. And, um, wow. but you know, it was to, to know that I had been on the ship that was out there. Yeah. I, uh, oh, frightening, man. Frightening. Eric Leiden finally got lucky. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> All right, let's go on. All right. I'm going to put Neil in the soundproof booth and we're going to do a little quiz. Okay. You're going to go into uh birdie's room. All right. Neil's going to go into the back. Now, like I said, yeah, Gina's in the office. So Neil's going to go. <laughs> Gina! <laughs> All right, Neil's in the back. Okay, so what I want to do on this one is I call this a mostly Cleveland sports quiz. Oh, my God. It's all Cle- mostly Cleveland. I got, like, three football ones. I got three basketball ones. I got three, oh, okay. you know, baseball ones. And then I got a couple of, like, about Cleveland. So Okay. All Cleveland quiz, we'll see. It's 15 questions. We'll see how many you can get. It's true-false, by the way. Okay. True-false. Right. And all you got to do is beat Neil. That's all you got to do. All right. Neil looks smart. <laughs> Neil's never looks smart. Do you watch <laughs> Supermarket Sweep? He's the dumb security guard. And <laughs> and Leslie's whole thing is like, I just want every episode to yell at his dumb face. Write that. Like, and she does. That was the whole directive. All right, let's do it. All right, number one. Cleveland Municipal Stadium was known as the Mistake by the Lake. Um, no, the city was named. I'll say false. It was the Horseshoe by the Lake. What? No. That's not... this, well, the city is the city of Cleveland is the Mistake by the Lake, but the, the Municipal Stadium was the Horseshoe by the Lake. The Horseshoe by the Lake? No, it's the Mistake yeah, we... by the Lake. Nah, I, I disagree with God. <laughs> <laughs> you going to disagree with the answers that I found online? Okay, right. that's fair enough. 
Uh, Manny Ramirez once got his house egged for turning away trick-or-treaters on Halloween. I'll say that's true. Also false. Albert Bell. Fuck me. After the, oh, God damn it, you're right. After the 1936 season, Bob Feller went back to finish his senior year of high school. I knew he was in World War II. I will, that sounds like something he would do. I'm going to... What year? 1936. I'll say yeah, because we haven't been in the war yet. Correct. Bob Hope was once partial owner of the Indians. I'll say false. No, that's true. CC Sabathia was the last Cleveland Indian rookie of the year. Ooh. Say false. That is correct. He did not win rookie of the year. Um, he lost to Ishiro. Um, Jim Brown is the only player in NFL history to average over 100 yards rushing for a career. Ooh. I know they say he's never been dropped for a loss. Um, I'll say true. True. The 1980 Cleveland Browns were known as the Cardiac Kids. True. True. Lou Groza was a professional football... Uh, Lou Groza was professional football's career kicking and points leader when he retired after the 1967 season. His nickname... True. That's the true. Toe. That's true. The first Cleveland Cavalier to win Rookie of the Year was LeBron James. I think that is false. No, that's true. Oh, Ky- I thought it was a uh, what's his face uh, in the seventy. Yeah, I meant Kyrie Irving, Anthony Bennett, and Andrew Wiggins were all number one picks and the Cl- and Cleveland picks in the NBA draft. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure he's yeah. But read, read him again, real quick. Kyrie Irving, Anthony Bennett. Andrew Wiggins, all number one picks and all number yes. one picks for Cleveland. Yes. The first coach of the Cleveland Cavaliers was Bill Fitch. Oh. The old Celtics coach. Yes. Yes. That's true. The Cavaliers got their name through a name competition by the Cleveland Plain Dealer. You know what? I have no idea, but I'm going to go. I'm going to say yes. True. And it, Jerry Tomko, uh, I'll say it when Neil does it. The city of Cleveland was home to the Cleveland Rockers, one of the original eight franchises of the NBA. True. True. Okay, here's t- here's two that have nothing, just have to do with Cleveland. The Jolly Rancher right. candy was invented in Cleveland. Oh, dude, I fucking know that. Uh, no, I don't. Um, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say false. That is correct. Free mail delivery was invented in Cleveland. Free mail delivery. Uh... I want to say false. No, that's true. Okay, so you got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight out of 15. Not bad. That's not good. But you got a window for Neil to beat you. I know. All right, Neil. All right, let's bring Neil Potter back in. Can I change my answers, man? <laughs> oh, my God. If he wins two in a row, I'll never hear the end of it. Oh, man. He loses like 100 in a row. I mean... We had some people just rip the living. All right, this is a a quiz, a mostly about. Well, it's all about Cleveland, but it's right. mostly sports. Cleveland, Cleveland. Cleveland. He's from Cleveland. Okay. All right. These are gen- and they're not hard. All right, let's do it. Sports quiz. Brian basically. Sipe. That's a good <laughs> guess. The Cleveland Municipal. He, oh, by the way, he got eight out of fifteen. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's true, false. Okay. I think I could pull this off. Okay. Look. I think you can too. You went, he, you know, okay. you didn't go to community college, so maybe. <laughs> I don't. All right. <laughs> I'm the perfect candidate for community college. You are. Cleveland Municipal Stadium was known as Mistake by the Lake. 
I mean, that sounds true. That is true. It was all windy and shit, right? It is oh. windy and shit. Manny Ramirez once got his house egged for turning away trick-or-treaters on Halloween. Mm, that sounds false. It is false. It's Albert Bell. I knew it was somebody else. Oh, that's the guy that is that the guy they paid like a gazillion yeah. dollars to. But you know what's played? funny about Albert Bell? He was a head case, but if you look at his numbers, he's one of the best players in the history of baseball. Yeah. I mean, it's his numbers are crazy good. He was just nuts. Once he got that thirty million, he's like, fuck it. He was still that's, good. But, but he's nuts. That's the he was on a team when I got the uh, the tattoo. It was 94. They were right on the verge of the World Series. Uh, and that's when the, uh, the strike canceled, and I just got the tattoo. <laughs> that's what Albert Bell killed. He screwed you. Yeah. And, and yeah. Kenny Lofton, Albert Bell, Carlos Baerga, Jim Tomey. Yeah. That was a uh, good team. Great. Oh, yeah. I like Jim Tomey. Good team. After the 1936 season, Bob Feller went back to finish his senior year of high school. True. True. <laughs> that what is the true. fuck? It's like a quiz show, man. It's a quiz show. <laughs> Neil Potter Are you three Fine, for three? God, this oh cost God. me a hundred dollars to do three this. Three for thing. three. Bob Hope was once partial owner of the Indians. Mm, true. That is true. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Cece Sabathia was the last Cleveland Indian rookie of the year. Mm, I, no, I'm say false. Wasn't it Lindor? No, it was. <laughs> no, Cece Sabathia never won the rookie of the year. Oh. Uh, he lost to Ishiro. The last rookie of the year was Alomar. Oh, I got that one. Sandy Alomar. Um, you did. Yeah. Okay. You're five for five. How is that possible? Jim, Bra- <laughs> don't worry. He likes to choke at the end, Eric. We'll see. False. Jim Brown is the only player in NFL history to average over 100 yards rushing for his career. Mm, the only player? The only player. Mm, false. No, that's true. Oh, <laughs> He's the only yes! player. Yes. <laughs> Eric's back. The 1980 Cleveland Browns were known as the Cardiac Kids. True. True. Lou that Groz- was Brian Seip. Uh, yep. Was it Seip or? Yeah, those was Seip. Yeah. 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 Lou yeah, Groz. Pruitt, Mike Pruitt and those guys. Yeah. Lou- oh, yeah. He was great. I'm a Steeler fan, so. Luke Groza, oh, God. Luke Groza <laughs> yeah, was sorry. professional football career's leading points leader when he retired after the 1967 season. I mean, that sounds – It's the, the way you did the question, that you could just replace it with somebody else, and so you, you put that guy's name in. See, he doesn't know anything. Else. He tries to outguess the way I write the question. So I'm amazing. saying because – So far, he's, he got lucky because early. Because it's, it's easy fix. You got birdie. Gene is yelling at you. You don't have a lot of time. False. No, it's true. Ah! <laughs> Idiot. (laughs) So let's see. Let me just see where we are. I'll I'll get. I'll do it in a couple. The first Cleveland Cavalier to win Rookie of the Year was LeBron James. Does Cleveland have any great players? No, because they had a bunch of great players. I'm gonna say Mark Price of false. Now it's true. Dang it! (laughs) All right, one more. The Kyrie Irving, Anthony Bennett, Andrew Wiggins were all number one picks and Cleveland number one picks in the NBA draft. Wait, say three names again. Kyrie Irving, Anthony Bennett, Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins. Oh, and then they traded him? And then they traded him to the... True. That is true. <laughs> All right. So let's see where we are. After 10, we have... Eric had one, two, three, four, five. Neil has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, you're up by two, Neil. Okay. All right. The first coach of the Cleveland Cavaliers was Bill Fitch. Oh, that sounds... What? The old Celtic coach, remember that? Yeah, yeah, I remember him, but he's the first coach of the Cleveland? In the history of the Cleveland Cavaliers. I mean, that doesn't seem like he's, maybe he's, it seems like they've been around longer than that, like they've been around forever. True. True. Oh! <laughs> nice guess. Nin- I was reading his mind right there. 1970. I saw, he has a little, Lenny has a tell, I just saw it. 
Oh, you do? Yeah, he has a little twitch <laughs> in his left eye. <laughs> Why do you keep losing? <laughs> well, I'm trying to keep it real. I'm trying oh, to keep okay. it real. That's cataract. He touches. <laughs> <laughs> the Cavaliers got their name through a name competition by the Cleveland Plain Dealer. Mm, that sounds like another team, not that team. That's how you wrote that question. False. No, it's true. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, uh, you're only up one now. Oh, Uh-oh. shit. It's all falling apart. The city of Cleveland was home to the Cleveland Rockers, one of the original eight franchises of the WNBA. Mm, false. Nope, that's true. Oh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> all right, you got two left oh, and you're tied. Shit, it always happens. This is bullshit. These questions are fucking you bullshit. You have two questions. All you got to do is get one right because you got the last two wrong. How you expect me to do good one, on a two, quiz three, of Cleveland four, five, of all six, places? Seven, eight, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, four. It's so funny. How can you, Lenny, how is this your, he's yelling at me. Four seconds ago, Lenny has a tell. I can get them all. Uh, <laughs> all right, here we go. You got to get one out of two. All right. It's true, it. false. I got it. I got it. The Jolly Rancher candy was invented in Cleveland. Mm, that is a toughie. A another question that's so easy to change and just put in like Reese's Cups, you know, or Three Musketeers. <laughs> Read it to me again. I want to watch Seriously? your eye. Yeah. <laughs> The, I'm going to close my eyes. The Jolly Rancher candy was invented in Cleveland. That's false. Yeah. That is, that is correct. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he gave uh. it away. He blinked twice. <laughs> Neil wins it. Also, I, I blinked twice. I just twirls, closed my eyes. He twirls his wedi wet wedding ring a little bit. No, like I don't. goes to it and no, spins it. That's a tell. I did not. I did move. I was making sure I didn't move and didn't smile. Nothing. Uh, what was oh, it? What God. was it? Jolly it was lifesavers were, were I knew made. it. I knew I was right on that one. And free mail delivery was invented in Cleveland. True or false? Which one? Free mail. Which one? Free mail delivery. Like the mail from the, the mail. post office? The mail from the post office. It, what do you no, mean? No, the other was mail. Invented I don't in understand the question. It was invented in <laughs> Cleveland. Mail. Mail. Like I'm going to get a letter and put Nobody it in. had mail. And then Cleveland decided, I got an idea. We're you gonna know invent what? This thing called that's Mint. just fucked enough, fucked up enough for something like that would happen in Cleveland. Like that's something <laughs> they would be proud of. And it's true. Yeah, that's true. It's true. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Woo! Some good guessing today, Neil. Fucking I gotta say, Cleveland. That's something that that's what? something to be proud of for fucking, fucking Cleveland. Cleveland. Are you kidding? Lenny, so it was mail. 1863 of mail. And wait a second. Wait. Let me tell you a story. 1863. Right? They invent mail. It's so popular. That the government of the United States goes, you got to do this for everyone. And a guy named Joseph Biggs set up the mail system for the entire country. Jesus Christ. Go ahead, Eric. Sorry. Lenny, can you, is, can you edit this and make me win? <laughs> <laughs> it does hurt. It actually hurts me that it, uh, more than it hurts you because now I got to hear this for the next I'm on a, That's a win streak I put together. That's two the good news, Eric, when, we, when you come back since you uh, lost this one, when you come back for the next time, you get yeah. to pick the topic. So we'll let you pick okay. anything you want. And you probably do. Well, you know what would be a good one for you guys? Springsteen, because Neil's a big oh. Springsteen fan. Oh, yeah. I love Bruce. Ooh, that would be a good oh, one. Oh, me too. You have Thunder Road tattooed on your shoulder? Uh, <laughs> no, but I, I like that was my favorite tattoo uh, you it's, have. It's on his ass. Yeah. So Actually, I'll, I'll take a selfie of it. I'll send it to Lenny. It, it was, I, used to, I was so miserable selling cars that I, I, would, I would listen to Thunder Road on the way there. And, uh, I, and I, I love that line where he says, a town full of losers, and I'm pulling out of here to win. And... Uh, <laughs> I would I would kind of back this the back the song up to that point in the song, which is at three minutes forty five seconds. So the tattoo <laughs> is 
the tattoo is a th- the words Thunder Road with a lightning bolt pointing to 345. So I'll, I'll, <laughs> oh, that's, that's so how good. miserable. I just, I and just now, sit there just and, now the, and customers are walking by me and I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, no, I love <laughs> and it. Now, been... uh, when the ship pulls out of the dock, yeah. that's what he sings. It's a town full of losers. <laughs> and I'm just, all right. Um, <laughs> I like Born to Run. Uh, all right. The way we end this show every week is we do one good or one bad thing of the week. That's how we do it, Eric. You can pick one good thing in your life that happened this week, one bad thing in your life. You could do both. Neil, you want to start this week? I know what Neil's is going to be. Go ahead, Neil. The Vax? Yeah. Yeah. Is that going to be the good thing? Yeah. You got I mean, vaccinated because you work in a school? Uh, no, because I'm a frontline worker at a grocery store. Really? I'm Neil the security guard. Oh, you think that's why so you got, got it? The fake, oh, I got funny. a fake vaccine. Do you think people being... really think you're a security guard? <laughs> Well, the weight I've gained, which was the bad thing, yeah, I think they, I'm starting to <laughs> starting to actually feel like a security guard that I've, uh, yeah. So that that was, and I didn't turn into a zombie that I know uh, yet. Well, I it's did the second have, one that makes you the zombie. I did have light bleeding from the eyes, okay. and then I did have uh, blood in. The, no, I'm just joking. In the tush. No, so that <laughs> it's a blood. Yeah. yeah. No, a, so that's the good thing. And then my bad thing is. And I, I want to correct myself from last week. I still feel I was not articulate last week in the bad thing. Mm. And then I thought about it for a Go week. Ahead. I have lost my my way. And granted, there you can't go out and drink with people and all that good stuff's right. gone. But my calling card was conspiracy theories. That's yes. what people wanted me to hang out with them because then I would hit them with the conspiracy theory. And now you're off the conspiracy theory. There's, it's too it's too mainstream now. I oh. got I got no buzz. Well, I, what's the like, next cool thing you're going to be? The, the I don't know. Runner. I got nothing left now because I used to walk in and be like, "Oh, there's Neil. He's going to do fucking crazy, crazy <laughs> conspiracy theories." And now it's so mainstream. I'm just a fucking hack now. So oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's ruined I'm my. Sorry, you lost your raison d'être, as they say. It's, it's ruined me. It's it's been depressing. Oh, I'm sorry. Anyway, that's mine. All right, um, my. One, my one bad thing of the week. I mean, it's a good thing and a bad thing. We've been trying to sell this apartment I have in Israel forever. Oh, that's so a really good thing. It's kind of a good thing. I mean, it's bittersweet because it was my dad's and he yeah. gave it to us. But trying to every, wait, how is that bittersweet? You've never been there. No, no I've been there. Like I said, it up. Never stayed there. No, I've never stayed in it. <laughs> so. It's bittersweet because it was in the family for all these years, you know? When you get all that money, there's no bittersweetness. When you say all that money... <laughs> yeah, there, there's well, nothing bittersweet about that money coming when in. When I give it to the fucking federal government on taxes... I told you. Okay. I so, know a guy. Yeah. Yeah, Turks and Caicos. Exactly what I was saying. I need, I need, you know, a bag of cash. and That's what I need. <laughs> anyway, um, so what? here was my Monday... They wanted me to sign this piece of paper. I had a piece of paper, but I have to go get it notarized. Instead of my sister coming in and going to the Israeli embassy, which is like they strip search you and probe you to get in there. Yeah. And you got to make an appointment like three weeks in advance. It's ridiculous. And then you get in there and they yell at you in Hebrew. It's crazy. You know, if you have a nickel in your pocket, the thing sets off the metal detector. They want any shit going down. So it takes forever. Anywho, we Suzanne found a lawyer out in Long Island to take care of this, right? He'll do everything. So we pay the guy. And this was done months ago. Are you going to tell this tragic story? I'm going to tell this tragic story. I get on the train. I get on the train, (laughs) 8.15 Monday morning with a piece of paper, right? I get out there. The notary, on this guy's hood, because he's not letting us in his house, right? So he can go to car. I sign the piece of paper on the hood of my sister's car, right? (laughs) And the guy's like, I got it from here. Great. I get back on the train. I got nine masks on, right? I'm totally petrified. (laughs) I get back on the subway with all what's left on the subway. Not fun. I'm definitely catching COVID, right? Yep. I don't touch anything. I don't look at anybody. I don't put my mask right. Right. So I get back. Everything's fine. 
I'm in my apartment two hours. I get an email. You can see the email go off. Um, yeah, there was another piece of paper. I'm sorry, what? There was an, a second piece of paper. So my sister's like, well, just set, maybe I can sign it. And like, what? No, they'll figure it out. The signature, it's the Israelis. They'll use high technology, the whatever. Facade. Long story short, I get back on uh, another uh. train at 2.30, go back to Long Island. My sister picks me up. We go back to this guy's house. His eyeballs almost pop out of his head. You came back? Yeah, because you're going to fuck it up again. That's like double exposure. Literally, you're yeah. risking your life. Yeah. You have to go out again. Yeah. Ugh. And this time, the train's a little more crowded. It wasn't 8.15 in the morning going the wrong way. So now I'm like, okay, so now I'm a mess. And I listen to, on the way home, these two guys are standing behind me talking about going, I should write this into a bit, going to, a, is taking, this a screenplay? Their, taking their kid into a butterfly farm, right? That's what they're doing? They're like, yeah, so we go in there and there's butterflies <laughs> everywhere. And this wasn't like, was like the one out in Aruba? No, those ones, they land on you and they land on you. But this one, and they're like, don't step on it. Don't, they're talking about butterflies for half an hour. There's I want to go to a butterfly farm. That sounds kind of nice. <laughs> Heck yeah, anyway. man. Lawyers, bad thing of the uh, week, pains in the ass. Hopefully, this is uh, this. Hopefully, will be the last piece of paper, and unfortunately, or fortunately, we'll be done with this apartment. Eric, one good thing or one bad thing of the week? Uh, I, I, I got uh, one good thing was my my, uh, my kids and I made literally. It sounds so corny. We made the biggest and the best snowman I've ever made in my fifty years. Snow? Where'd oh, you wow. get snow? Yes, yesterday we had that little bit of snow with that tiny bit. I'm gonna send you a picture of this thing. We literally. This, uh, what was it? Started, an inch of snow, a dusting, and you yeah, made a snowman. And when you see this thing, you're gonna go. This is it, 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 talk about an anomaly. It's just total bullshit. We just started rolling these little snowballs because it was wet. Yeah. Next in the backyard. Next thing you know, like this thing's like literally. I felt like uh, Indiana Jones when he's trying to get out of the cave. <laughs> All right, I want to see that. Yeah, I'll send you a picture of that and the, the tattoo. Yeah, the, send me a picture for that for the Instagram of you standing next to that thing and show your tattoo. That's it. And we'll, we'll, we'll do. Just, we'll do that. Um, we'll put those. Yeah, that was that was a right good there. thing. Uh, yeah, bad thing. I get uh, MRI for my elbow. I got the married elbow. Uh, <laughs> so um, that was this morning. I felt like a tampon going into that thing. I felt oh, like a tampon shit. going into the MRI machine. This they can't morning, just put your arm in there. No, you, you literally. If you have to get your elbow MRI, you have to get in like this. You have to get in like a Superman pose, lay flat, and they put this. Oh they have kind of like a smaller version of the MRI. You put your arm through this thing until mm-hmm. so you're laying there like Superman into the MRI oh, machine. Shit. So I was doing that at 8.30. Wow. I already had a cortisone shot a year ago. So oh, wow. uh, that's the bad news. But at least I get it Just fixed. Don't you had to go to the doctor where you're wearing a mask and all that shit? Were you masked oh, up? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm wearing a mask inside the tube, you know, like, <laughs> like, like Superman. Oh, can you just not throw your curveball? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, you know what? By the way, have you, I don't know if you had this, Robbie. You know, like, this pain in my elbows hurt for like four or five years. It's from holding the microphone. No, I swear to God, no. That's yeah. Jeez. I'm telling you, I I, well, I remember those... like coming off stage. It was like I, I put my arm down because I, oh, I, wow. I, I guess I was holding it tight or whatever. Huh. And, and so I got to the point where I had to get cortisone last last year. And you got carpal morning, tunnel I'm, in your elbow. Exactly, man. <laughs> like I said, I'm married. You, should, you know, it's just, yeah. you know, is this uh, is that is that surgery named after like a famous comedian? Like uh, it should be Leiden like surgery. Tommy John Tommy surgery John. is like you name it after like George <laughs> Carlin. Sur- yeah, Yacht Tommy Cop- John. <laughs> by the way, bad thing of the week in the hospital with COVID, right? Oh, really sick, and he's watching the TV and he's telling the nurses it's all fake. Even though, no. it's, yep, yeah. he's all fake. Tommy John's one of those guys. Yep, I'm like, well, did- you just ruined my childhood. I wish I didn't read that article. <laughs> 
Well, I, I, I just I just read about Kurt Schilling and his comments. Oh, he's crazy. Kurt Schilling's got like that. Nazis in his basement. He's a Q guy, I, right? He's crazy. Yeah. I I went to I grew up outside of Philly. I went to a Phillies game, and I had this memory of going, you know, having one, one the only time I had good seats. There was some some idiot, you know, yelling shit, and, and Kurt Schilling of all people pops his head out of the dugout and says, "Hey, man, come on, there's kids around here." And the guys yelled something at him, so Kurt said, hey, "Security!" And he waved him out. I go, "Oh, what a cool guy!" And then years later, I yeah. go, "This guy is the worst, the then worst it, person." What you didn't hear was you went, you were like, "What a cool guy!" While you were saying that, he's popped his head back out and said, "Blame the Jews!" And then <laughs> ducked his head back into the anyway. <laughs> I cannot believe I read that yesterday. I go, "You guys, he's the worst." Still, uh, yeah, he's the worst. All right, Eric Leiden. This has been fun. Please come back. His website is ericleiden.com. You'll see his. He's got a whole thing of how yeah, you take a picture. Back. We got, got a lot more to smile. cover. We got a lot more. A lot more to cover. Actually, you asked me yesterday if I have anything to plug, and yeah. I do actually. Uh, dry bar comedy. I, I oh, you made a dry bar. bar. Did you go out to Utah? Yeah, I did that last last year in November. Uh, it was one of the one of the last gigs I did, and it, they just uh, emailed me to get final uh, edit approval, or whatever, and that should come out soon. So. Oh, that's awesome! You hopefully you'll make a little coin off of that. Um, yeah, Eric's open. Twitter is. At sign Eric Leiden. He hasn't tweeted since 2016, but you can stand by. You never know yeah, when he's some, going to come up. Yeah, something happened in November-ish of 2016. It just made me hate the world. The <laughs> <laughs> ah, Kurt Schilling stuck his head out of the dugout. Um, oh, got it. YouTube, search for Eric Leiden. You'll see some funny stuff, I promise you. Facebook is facebook.com slash Eric Leiden. Um, Eric, thank you so much so for much. doing this. This has been a blast, and I knew it would be. And hopefully, nah, was, we uh, can do it again in person, I, maybe. I, yeah, I appreciate you asking me. I miss you and Neil. Is uh, good hearing your voice. Like, uh, yeah, last time just... I saw you, we were bowling down by. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, blast. we don't so, uh, we don't go outside anymore, so we can't bowl. I know we don't do anything. Hey, say hi yeah. to Carrie for me, okay? I will say hi to the family. I Take will. Care. Take care. We'll see everybody next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Four Corners Podcast was created, hosted, produced, and engineered by me, Lenny Marcus, executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast.